0: have a few minutes, you won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes, then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at Regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank member FDIC.
1: Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to another award-winning edition of Gwinnett Business Radio here in the new studios of Gwinnett Business Radio, Business Radio X, here at the Gas South Convention Center. The one thing that is the same is that we are here in the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios inside the Gas. We've South won Convention an award Center. already. Yes, we haven't for, even.
2: We've only been on the air for less than a minute. We've already won an award. The
1: award is we got here on schedule and I believe under budget.
2: Oh, that's and in today's that's, society, that's award winning. That's right there.
1: a huge award. So uh, it is Stephen Julian, your host. Harper LaBelle is my co-host, and Mike Salmon is on the producing part of the table. He's not even back behind the cage anymore no. in our new studio.
2: No, he's he's joining us. And
1: he has made it incredibly clear he does not want to talk on this show. Does he? No, he does not. He does so want to talk? instead, before we get to our guests, let's remind everybody that this is still the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios. Harper, I think you want to talk about that. Sure
2: it is. We love it, and uh, I love these new chairs. I love the carpet, the way it smells. New new studio smell. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you love a lot of things in life, you're going to especially love what Subaru of Gwinnett is able to provide for you. Subaru of Gwinnett, enjoy big savings and hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett where they sell cars. Now, Mike would like to actually go in. He He's, he's the guy that wants to show up at the... 2950 satellite boulevard address mm-hmm. some people want to use this device they have in their hand called a telephone mm-hmm. and you can do that you can get a hold of them at 470-824-3979 or you can be like steven and you can go online to Subaru of Gwinnett.com. you don't have to be in your smoking jacket like he does and his slippers with the pipe mm-hmm. but you know what if you do that's how you shop you're going to have a great experience there. If you're already a Subaruist, you can check out their Facebook page for the latest news, offers, and community events. It's SubaruofGwinnett.com.
1: When I show up, people run, so it's good that I get to do that online. You know, we've I've already made the first mistake here at our new studios at the Gas South Convention Center. I started the show and did not tell everybody who our guest is, so let me rectify that by introducing the guest at our first show in the in the new studio and we're going to stop saying that now cuz we want to concentrate on Sean Boyce. He is with Go Tennis Atlanta. Sean, welcome to the new studio.
0: I appreciate it. Good morning.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Go Tennis Atlanta I think it has something to do with tennis. Why don't you tell me more about what uh, what the company is and what you guys do?
0: You figured that out. It is, it is tennis. Kind very smart. Yeah. And we kind of follow it up often with Go Tennis Atlanta because we're starting here. Hmm. One of the things we wanted to do is take what we know, which is tennis, and take where we know it, which is at Atlanta. So there's a uniqueness about Atlanta tennis that a lot of people are figuring out when they try to do business here. So from a business point of view, Atlanta people do do things differently i don't know if that's true in any other markets i don't know if the subaru atlanta locations are different from the ones in arizona i don't know if there's a uniqueness to that culture but with tennis there definitely is and we are starting with a calendar so one of the phrases i like to say if you know anything about tennis is you realize we've got all these disjointed communities we've got a calendar here and a calendar there and all the big leagues we call the big three which are alta usta and t2 and USTA is national, Alta is only Atlanta, and T2 is national as well, but they are the flex league concept. And arguably, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but arguably bigger than the other two, and I don't want Alta or USTA to hear this. Is that possible? Can we just cut that out? Is sure, that, we'll is take that, care of that. It's already right been now. done. Cut yeah, that right it's out. Okay. Been it. It's almost so so as if you didn't that. That. even say yeah, exactly. it. I appreciate say that. Say what? Okay, okay yeah. go ahead. Um, and what I like to say is imagine a world – where the Alta, USTA, and T2 calendars are all in one place. Boy, it sounds like a movie that I'd really want to see. I'm I'm building the trailer. Alternate universe. I love it. Building the trailer. Yeah, yeah. imagine a world. (laughs) Well, the reason I say it that way is because it doesn't exist. There is no single place you can go to to get the calendar, all three of these. Now, I'm giving away our secret sauce, which is this is the thing no one's ever been done before. Mm. So no one's ever done it before, and everybody asks me when I say, hey, we're going to put all these calendars in one place. like, is it really that easy? yes it really is because no one's done it before and that brings everybody together that is the beginning of what we're going to do which is aggregating information for the Atlanta tennis player
1: and what has the experience been for the Atlanta tennis player before now why why is just simply aggregating the calendar is going to be such a big thing that it's going to create movie rights that you're going to have to negotiate later
0: from the coach point of view. I'm a teaching pro by trade, so I've worked in the country clubs. I've worked independently. I run my own business now, tennisforchildren.com. And we, we look at it from the point of view of we need to manage players in all of these leagues. So if we're at a club, I've got experience with a country club that has all of these league matches going on every day. Not all of them every day, but every day, some of these league matches going on. And you have to know what deadlines are coming up. You have to know who's playing when. You have to know when registration times are open and when they're closed. And you can't do that in one single location right now.
1: Hmm. So why, uh, this might not be a fair question, but why hasn't anyone done this before?
0: (laughs) We have our thoughts on that one. Lots of thoughts on that one. Money. Isn't that why people... Do lots of things. That's why people
1: do lots of things. Why is money the
2: reason they haven't done it? He's being honest. Yeah, Yeah. I like that.
0: Because they don't have the money or they've Uh been trying to monetize it. So one of the comments we got recently in some of our social media interaction was another coach that made the comment about stop trying to monetize the sport. So everybody comes in. We get a lot of these apps coming in from L.A. and Europe. And they say, we can help you with your tennis because you don't know what you're doing. Well, we have a way to do it already. And when they come in and they try to monetize the sport, we end up with this middleman that's basically raising prices because now I've got to get my lesson from a from an app that's going to charge me X percent before I even get to my tennis coach. And it's just making things actually less efficient, in our opinion. So from our point of view, we're able to do this on a budget that doesn't mean we need to monetize quickly. We know that this is the kind of thing, if you build it, he will come Point of view right so from our point of view if you build it they will come this is the type of thing that bring people in brings people in it's the type of thing that if you bring in that aggregated kind of information that says hey here's the best information we're not putting out a product specifically right now all we did is say here's everything you might want to know in atlanta right here you can come check it out and in that case you can go out to those respective other sites there are hundreds of sites with all the calendars out there We're simply going to give you one place to start to find it.
1: So obviously anyone who plays tennis or is interested in tennis or following tennis on a community level would be a a prime candidate. But I would imagine there are a good set of people there. There are a certain set of people that are could be the main disciples, could be the main evangelists of this, if, if, if I can use that term who are is it the is it the club pros is it the is it the coaches who are is it the instructors who are some of the who are some of the going to be the biggest fans of of using this this aggregated
0: calendar the usage is based on the player so one of the things we're trying to do is make things better make improve customer service so we want the coaches to have a positive or even a negative response even if it's online and we say hey we did you, did you like this coach? What do you think about this? Where we can have a conversation about everything that's going on in the Atlanta area. Everybody tries to, and when I mean everybody, I talk about other apps. I talk about other people coming in trying to monetize the sport. Everybody comes in trying to make money off of the coaches because they think that's their gateway through to the players. But the coaches aren't paying for these things. We've just found this in Atlanta to be true. So we offer the coaches everything they need to be able to talk to the players about this? Do we target the coaches saying, hey, go scream, go tennis? Not necessarily, because a lot of your certified coaches in Atlanta are country club coaches. So I came out of the country club industry spending a lot of my career at TPC Sugarloaf, as an example. Those guys don't necessarily need go tennis to help them. It's more of the independent coach. It's more of the traveling coach or somebody running a business that's trying to get that information out to the player. Is a different kind of point of view to say, okay, we're going to, we're going to give the players everything they could want, help the players with everything they could want, at least giving them access to it, help the coaches with anything that they would want, which is often promoting themselves. And in that case, as the coaches want to promote themselves, we ask them to give a discount to our members. And in that case, members are happy. Coaches are building their book of business for free, essentially, except for offering a discount And we, again, are aggregating that one place to go for Atlanta tennis. Sean, it sounds
2: to me like you've done a lot of listening. You had the L.A. and European, for example, telling you how to run the business. You're listening to the coaches all the time. The players themselves have an opinion. Hey, I really like this or I don't like this. And fine-tuning and tweaking it to where it's at the point right now We go. we can't make it any better than what it is. It will get better, but right now this is the best we have because we've been paying attention to what people have been saying to us.
0: Listening is key because a lot of people come in. We can't all be Steve Jobs. We can't come in and say, hey, look at this. You want this, don't do it, you? Do it my way. Well, this it, is how we build it. He, he changed the culture. Yeah. And we're looking at some of the culture change because we can help people realize there are better ways to do things. But we have to do that by knowing what people want. The only way to do that is to ask them.
2: Yeah. Well, the market here, too. Uh, it, when I first got here, this is in 91, my wife was playing Alta. And she goes, you will not believe how many people play tennis here. Go back a little bit and just talk about how the growth of the, the game itself and, in and our community here in Atlanta has been such a great part of that,
0: uh, as opposed to Florida or Texas or California or some of the other places. Alta hit a boom in the 90s when, thankfully, all of the builders, and I always say, thank you, John Wheeland, all of the builders in the area, Put in two tennis courts and a swimming pool, mm-hmm. and other other cities in the U.S. specifically don't all have that. They Florida build a has house something similar. in that same spot in that same square footage. You picture yeah. and you say, "All right, I got three houses there, or whatever that is, or one big house, right?" And you can, in our from our point of view, Alta was able to bring those communities together. So in the '90s, like you said, your wife was playing on an Alta team, when the new family moved in, you knocked on the door, brought a gift basket, and said, what level do you play? Yep. Did you just get them onto the team? And it was really culturally helpful to get to know your neighbors. We don't have that as much anymore, especially post-COVID. We have a lot more ignoring your neighbors and keeping your distance, but well, we have less, almost- Less
2: bunko is what you're telling me? Much less bunko. And wine drinking. It was mostly wine drinking and then the bunko. It's exactly. That kind of the we're, way- We're also
0: yeah. realizing we're, I think, as a, as a culture, I think, we're less into the wine, but maybe that's just my health and wellness side that my wife is on my on my case about. So yeah. maybe maybe just we're less into the wine. Yeah. Um, but the the Alta boom of the '90s allowed. We have maybe 600 facilities in Atlanta that are just about a two court, maybe a three court facility in a neighborhood, usually managed by Reserve My Court, who's one of the who is the largest court reservation system, who's a partner of ours, and they have this fairly affordable system to be able to manage their court reservations and you create your Alta team and you get together with your friends and you play those league matches in your own neighborhood. It's not as much of a club culture as you would have anywhere else. We're
1: speaking with uh, Sean Boyce. He is with go tennis, Atlanta, excuse me, he said part of the branding is I have to go Go Tennis because there's an exclamation point at the end of Go Tennis. Atlanta, hopefully a Go Tennis and other communities as well in the future. But talk a little bit about you are uh, you also lead a podcast yourself, the Atlanta Tennis Podcast. How is that connected to all of this ecosystem that you're building with Go Tennis?
0: Go Tennis actually came out of the podcast. So like many podcasts, we were sitting around in our respective homes with nothing to do in March of 2020. And so we all call our business partners and say, Hey, any ideas on how we can pay the mortgage? So we start talking about how to change the culture in Atlanta and not like we said earlier about listening, not about going out and telling people how to do something, but finding out and listening. And one of the things we decided to do was we want to talk to every single tennis coach In Atlanta, And that was just the basic idea of the Atlanta Tennis Podcast. Whether you're a fancy country club coach and everybody's heard of you, whether you're certified, uncertified, we want to find out why you're not a certified coach. That's another discussion about making sure the coaches are certified and insured and all of those things. But from a podcast point of view, we wanted to bring these people in and talk to everybody. Because then we can talk to them about what their experience is, what products they like, what products they don't like, as we mentioned earlier. It's the kind of thing to find out how everything's working, find the pain points of all of these coaches, because we're coaches inherently. Three out of four of the partners of, of Go Tennis are coaches. Two of us tennis coaches, my wife is a fitness instructor. And so we come from that coaching point of view. And we want to have that conversation. And a tagline of our podcast is, it starts with tennis and goes from there. So we don't mind if you have some loose connection to tennis. We're going to talk to you. But also, if we end up talking about something else, that's fun, too. Hmm.
1: So since we're talking about the podcast, let's look at the other thing. You mentioned it, uh, tennisforchildren.com. Uh, in a in a past studio, we, we've talked about... Uh, your instruction with children around uh, the game of tennis. So, so talk, I mean, obviously that's a passion of yours and, and that's something that's very specific that you've been able to do. Talk a little bit about, uh, about tennisforchildren And, and again, part of the ecosystem, part of everything that's going on to, uh, talk about, you, you talked about the Alta leagues kind of exploding in the nineties. The, the teaching of children is how the game is going to continue and continue to blossom. So speak on that for a sec.
0: And everybody wants, I say everybody, meaning in our industry, everybody wants the game to get younger. In tennis, we are aging out. We, we, people are dying to get out of tennis is the phrase. And it's just we're aging out. And then with the, the the emergence of the pickleball excitement is we're aging out and we're leaving tennis. So we need the younger we need the younger generations. We've got a bunch of ideas how to do that. Go tennis is not even close to an extension of what I do full-time as my job, so to speak. Uh, Tennis for Children was originally branded Ankle Biters Tennis, if you remember when we first spoke, I think 2013, and then again in 16, and then 17, we rebranded to Ankle Biters Extracurriculars because we realized it was active education for children is what we call it. It wasn't about the tennis. It was about making good people. It was about dealing with a six-year-old or a three-year-old or an eight-year-old and and molding that child into a good person, how to treat others well. We simply use tennis to do it. So from an extracurricular point of view, we also ran chess classes and basketball because it's the same process as to how that all works. So I still run tennis. We call it tennis for children. We rebranded as something very obvious. My wife looked at me one day, she was like, do you think tennisforchildren.com is available? I'm like, it can't be. It can't be. That's not possible. And it was. It was. You're it so took, smart. Yeah, that you it was. Didn't really- honey, honey, where have you been? <laughs> Yeah. My whole life. <laughs> and it, I couldn't believe it. It's just one of those things. It's like, is NFL.com available? Like from a from a tennis point of view, that was, that gotta was the realization. Right. You got to go dot org well, Right. Everybody that. has the dot .net, right? Yeah. And that, everybody's like, oh, it's, it's tennis. It's dot .net. I'm like, you don't know anything about SEO. But from a tennis for children point of view, it's still what we do day in and day out. We've moved away from the school systems, especially post-COVID for me, where children's sneezing is terrifying. So we now run on full-size tennis courts. We can play with the six and under group, that preschool age. But we are trying to, we say trying, we are building a new generation of kids. And one of the things we do is specialize in the 10 and under, the 12 and under beginners. So we go into a club, example, one of our business partners for Go Tennis, the reason we started the podcast together is because Tennis for Children ran his 12 and under program. He's director of tennis at Windermere Country Club, not a country club, Windermere Tennis Club, I think is technically what it's called, and he. you just don't have the energy. You don't have the time. Working with a seven-year-old, especially 12 seven-year-olds, is exhausting, so you want a professional. Having that specific type of coach that really loves to play with five-year-olds isn't all that common.
1: So you're building this universe, and we, we've talked about calendars, we've talked about uh, the three leagues, uh, we've talked about Tennis for Children, we've talked about the podcast. I, I'm almost scared to ask, what's around the corner? What are some of the next steps? What are, you know, what, what, what's ahead for Go Tennis Atlanta?
0: We have...
1: And I know the answer is, I have no idea, but here's what I think uh, might be ahead.
0: I have no idea. <laughs> we have about 40, We have a list of about 42 revenue-generating ideas. That we play with on a daily basis i'm not allowed to look at a few of them because they've basically i've been told by my partners sean we have these top three things we're focused on you don't no no no. those are those are later those are later don't look at 38 yet i'm not allowed we haven't quite it's hard to prioritize 42 revenue generating ideas right but a lot of that revenue generation from a go tennis point of view is based on saving money for the player and saving money for the coach which no one's figured out how to do yet because in theory, if the player's saving money, the coach is making less money. But we believe we've figured a lot of that out. So we have quite a lot coming out. Our calendar, our full event management system calendar should be available. I keep saying, don't quote me next. Don't quote me on this. But next week, right? Uh huh. Because that ever happens, right? It's supposed to. <laughs> we have a. Thankfully, we have a, this
1: podcast is timeless. So five years the, from now, next, listens, week, oh, yeah, yeah, next, next week. Yeah, next week. What's happening? In
0: a week. How's that? It should be available in a week. Coming soon. Coming soon. Well, that's that's actually what's put on our landing page now. When we explain what Go Tennis is and where we're going, it is a coming soon, and it stays there as long as it needs to because technology is hard. But in this case, we've got a lot coming up to be able to connect the information to the players, the coaches, the clubs, and everything going on. And I could probably get lost in describing all the things that we want to do. But like I said, if we can have the player have a better experience, have the coach be able to make money with the player paying less, and the club's still happy with full tennis courts, we think we've got that figured out.
2: If I were coming in off the street when you mentioned the the children, all the way up to the silver hairs that are still playing, um, the original investment in tennis really isn't a whole lot. I mean, you could start with a kid. If you got a pair of shoes, uh, a couple cans of balls, a, a racket itself, you, you're in it for under 100 bucks, if I'm not mistaken, and that's for a really nice, you know, you don't have to get the $300 Dunway racket like what you have with the Beyond, Bjorn Borg logo, oh, Stephen. Uh, yeah. Stop it. But it, my comparatively, like Mike and I are hockey guys. If I went to my parents and said, hey, I really, mom, dad, I want to play hockey, a thousand just to get, (laughs) are you kidding? Um, To to get your hockey racket. (laughs) The skates and the sticks alone would be close to that. Then your ice time and everything else. So from a comparative standpoint, even baseball, uh, it's inexpensive. It can be an expensive sport. Uh, You got to have cleats and everything else that you need. Tennis isn't quite that way. So from a direction of, hey, this is a this is a minimal investment comparatively. You can get started and we can help you do that.
0: Try to convince the rest of the world that where they believe tennis is a very expensive sport. We can't seem to explain to the, the culture outside of Atlanta how free tennis is here. And everybody comes in, we have that monetization concept, right? Everybody comes in and says, well, tennis is expensive. You might as well just charge them a lot. Atlanta people play tennis for free. I've got tennis courts literally right next to, next to my house that I can go to anytime I want.
2: Just sitting there empty. Yeah. We, and We've got places we can
0: play. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like you said, here, even a hockey player understands that tennis is cheaper, yeah. right? That's a, that's, a, that's a concept that we can just look at here in Atlanta and see how free it is. The question is, can we make it better?
1: And, and Go Tennis Atlanta has taken that truth... Of it's a It's a very inexpensive sport to get involved in and, and compete in and, and continue in. And you are now creating this ecosystem that keeps that financial truth happening with this aggregated calendar. So've we've, we've teased long enough, and we probably should have let off with this, but everybody who's still with us, if they haven't already searched Go Tennis Atlanta, tell them how to get in touch with you and, and what the first steps they need to do to get involved more with the app and the calendar and all that.
0: Let's go That's it. Membership is free right now. Oh, and, we, yep, because we're building awareness. Basically, everything we're doing right now is free because we want everybody to understand what we have to offer. This calendar system is unique in the history of Atlanta and we believe it's going to be a useful tool for not only the coaches and the players but for clubs for everybody for sponsors and vendors as well if you're selling something to this target market we want to talk to you as well because we're going to bring it in we're going to discuss it we're going to review it we're going to help you promote it so let's go tennis.com is the landing page. We have a free membership right now. We've got a newsletter that goes out. We've got deals for everybody. We're going to do everything we can. Right now, we're passing along our affiliate money. So you get an affiliate for you know a tennis racket, whatever it is, and somebody offers us 10 points. We're passing that on to the member right now. So wow. we're not making money. We are going to be, right now, the best way to buy product, to be able to find that information, eventually, like I said, we've got the 42 other ways we're going to figure things out.
1: So it's tennis.com, also tennisforchildren.com, also the Atlanta Tennis Podcast, and on Twitter, at atl. Sean Boyce with Go Tennis Atlanta, thank you so much for being here today.
0: I loved it, as always.
1: Fantastic. Well, I want to remind everybody that Gwinnett Business Radio does come to you because of Regions Bank. Regions is here to help your business's financial future stay on track. Regions Commercial Banking has a team of experienced bankers in Gwinnett who can guide you in all areas of growth. Get the resources you need so every step can move you closer to your business goals. To learn more, visit regions.com forward slash commercial dash banking. Regions Bank
2: member...
1: FDIC I love it. Yeah.
2: Well, hey, done. should we uh, should we bring up our uh, he's not producer? Let us. He's, he's going to He's already he has He's no al- choice. He already
1: threatened us with the fact that we had to really stop by 10:30 and he so got a couple minutes. Well, it, oh, oh plan us on. out. Are you serious? So, that's the tease. Hey for the Mike, next show. my question
2: is how did you end up getting the Palatial Studios here? What was the motivation behind <laughs> the the agreement to come here and and how did that process take place? So much for me not wanting to be on the show. Harper wouldn't
1: let you. I'm he just, you. He's you know, so stubborn. You yeah,
3: Simple question. A year in the making, and just uh, it's all about relationships, which is what we talk about on the show all the time. And we had a relationship with the Gas South District and the wonderful folks that uh, run it, Stan Hall, Monty Ortel, Robin Ali. And we just were talking, and it, just made, it was a win-win situation because not only are we here with this beautiful new space in the Gas South District campus, but we are going to have programming to talk about all the great events going on in the convention center, Coming up in the arena and going on in the theater here on campus, so it's a it's a it's a great partnership.
2: I'm thinking the biggest thing we got to deal with right now is all of the the construction that's going on and the cranes and and everything like that. This is this does not look like the same convention center that existed just a couple Ooh, of years no ago. Way. You used to work here. There's so much going on. We're right in the center of that right now. Well,
3: you got the big hotel going on right now, and uh, but the, you know it, it's it's almost all done. I mean, multi-million dollar renovations. It's a gorgeous place. Anyone who's never checked it out needs to come by and at least take a tour. Uh, but we are as happy as a
1: lark to be here. So, would you say that Business Radio X and Gwinnett Business Radio scored a goal?
3: Yeah, yeah. To use the Harpers hockey and terms. could you
1: could you give us a? a it was a, an ace. A goal Can shout? I use a tennis?
3: Sure. Thing? Yeah, we, we we served an ace. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, so for Harper and for Mike and for our guest, Sean Boyce, this is Stephen Julian saying we'll get Mike to talk on the next show here on Gwinnett Business Radio.